What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another Ami Ra podcast. In this podcast today, we're going to be talking about one of the craziest things that I think um, I've heard in a very, very long time. So there's an ongoing lawsuit between um, medical doctors and the FDA for Freedom of Information Act request for COVID-19 vaccine data. And already we have, you know, Fact checkers coming out of the woodwork saying, hey, you guys are misconstruing this. The FDA didn't ask for 50, uh, 55 years or 56 years to release the data, but actually they did. So let's break this down. So a scheduling dispute related to a Freedom of Information Act request for more than 329,000 pages of COVID-19 vaccine data led to many social media posts about this request. The U.S. FDA proposed a schedule to release and process 500 pages every month, arguing that this is the standard rate to process for requests as reviewing and redacting records for exempt information is a time-consuming process. Quote, the FDA will start releasing this data immediately, but the full set of pages will not be processed until 2076. The FDA argued that the amount of time required to fulfill this request is due to the broad FOIA request that involves hundreds of thousands of pages. The U.S. Department of Justice wrote, agents typically process requests in the order of receipt. The time it takes to respond to a request will vary depending on the complexity of the request and any backlog of requests already pending at the agency. A simple request can be processed faster by the agency than one that is complex. Simple requests are typically more targeted and seek fewer pages of records. Complex requests typically seek a high volume of material and require additional steps to process such as the need to search for records in multiple locations. The agency's full request service center is available to assist you with any question about the status of your request and any steps you can take to receive a quicker response. So on November 15, 2021, the FDA and the Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency presented a joint report to the U.S. District for the Northern District of Texas and are now waiting for the court to decide on a schedule for the release of these documents. The plaintiff's argument, 108 days. The public health and medical professionals for transparency plaintiff argued that the FDA should release these documents no later than March 3rd, 2022. The plaintiff chose this date as it gives the FDA 108 days, the same amount of time it took the agency to review the data to license Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. The plaintiff wrote, plaintiff seeks the record submitted to the FDA by Pfizer to license its COVID-19 vaccine and requests an order requiring the FDA to produce all documents responsive to its FOIA request no later than March 3rd, 2022. This 108 day period is the same amount of time it took the FDA to review the responsive documents for the far more intricate task of licensing Pfizer's vaccine. It took the FDA approximately or precisely 108 days from when Pfizer started producing the records for licensure on May 7, 2021 to when the product was licensed on August, <coughs> August 23rd, 2021. We assume as the FDA has stated that it conducted an intense, robust, thorough and complete review and analysis of those documents in order to assure that the Pfizer vaccine was safe and effective for licensure. The FDA has now an equally important task of making those documents available to the plaintiff in this case and the public at large 
in at least the same time frame. The plaintiff went on to argue that the release of these documents is of the utmost importance as the ability of Americans to participate in civil society and even exercise basic liberty rights are now contingent on receiving this product. The ability of a majority of Americans to participate in civil society um, was, was questioned when the White House released a recent COVID-19 action plan and executive orders have made receipt of this product a condition of employment for more than 6 million federal workers and contractors, 22 million healthcare professionals, and 84 million private sector employees, and the enlisted and reserve members of our armed forces. There are few whose livelihood, education, service, and participation in civil society are not contingent on a government requirement to receive this product. On this basis alone, basic liberty and government transparency demand that the documents and data submitted by Pfizer to license this product be made available to plaintiffs and the public forwith, precisely as contemplated by federal regulations. The FDA argued in the joint report that the plaintiff's request involves more than 329,000 pages and that reviewing and redacting these records would be a time-consuming process. The FDA proposed a schedule to process and release 500 pages a month, a rate they argued is consistent with FOIA request processing schedules. The FDA also addressed the plaintiff's request to process this FOIA request in the same time the agency reviewed the data before licensing Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, calling this a specious argument as these two review processes are not comparable. Quote, the court should flatly reject plaintiff's specious argument that because the scientists reviewing Pfizer's biologic license application could do so on an expedited time frame, the government information specialist should be able to do the same in the same period of time. As should be apparent, the review conducted by FDA scientists when considering to approve a product is entirely different from the review conducted by FDA government information specialists when considering whether FDA must keep certain information confidential. Moreover, FDA's full office does not have nearly the same level of personnel or resources dedicated to process for requests as FDA has marshaled to review licensed applications for life-saving products in the middle of a pandemic. FDA has also invited plaintiff to narrow its request by specifying records it no longer wants FDA to process and release and the plaintiff has declined to do so. If plaintiff decides to request fewer records, the FDA will be able to complete its processing at an earlier date. While the FDA argued that processing 500 pages per month is standard for a full request, government agents have been tasked with processing documents at much faster rates when dealing with particularly significant or time-sensitive issues. In 2019, for example, U.S. District Judge Paul Engelmeyer ordered the U.S. Departments of State and Defense to produce 5,000 pages per month to fulfill a FOIA request related to the murder of journalist Jamo Kashkagi. Federal agencies must produce thousands of pages monthly of records pertaining to the killing of Saudi dissident Jamal Khashoggi because learning about his disappearance as quickly as possible is of paramount importance, a judge said Tuesday. Representatives of the U.S. Department of State and Department of Defense has told the U.S. District Judge Paul E. Engelmeyer that producing 5,000 pages monthly makes it impossible to respond in a timely fashion to other Freedom of Information requests. Engelmeyer ordered the agencies get it done anyway, saying the disappearance of the Washington Post columnist and Saudi national was of considerable public importance. According to Reuters, the scheduling dispute will likely be settled next month. U.S. District Judge Mark Pittman has set a scheduling conference for December 14th in Fort Worth to consider the timeline 
for processing the documents. So that was just an overview of everything. So again, we're not talking about, you know, some mom and pop computer company. We're talking about the FDA. And just the fact that the FDA had to review 329,000 pages of documents in 108 days, if we do the math on that, what is two? What is 329,000 divided by 108? So 329,000 divided by 108 means they went through 3,046 pages of data a day, a day. So they're trying to make the argument, well, we don't have the resources, you know, and I think that the plaintiffs are definitely making a great argument because we're not talking about a small business. We're talking about the FDA, which has a budget of at least $6 billion. And so for something as important as this vaccine, which they have said is safe and effective, and they thoroughly reviewed the data, they should have put this data out when they approved the vaccine. It, there's no reason that they have approved a vaccine for, for months now, and they haven't produced a single page of data until yesterday. The first 91 pages came out, and now everything makes sense as to why they didn't want this information out there. I think that this, the information that we get from this lawsuit, including the first 91 pages that I saw earlier today, will be enough to sue the FDA for criminal negligence because there are so many adverse events just listed by February of 2021 that the emergency use authorization should have been pulled, but they still haven't pulled it. And in fact, now they went a step further and gave Comirnaty full approval and they haven't pulled the EUA for Pfizer despite thousands and thousands and thousands of life and death events attributed to this vaccine. So I think it's very telling that the FDA doesn't even want to put out their own documents that they use to approve the vaccine because they know that it's going to show that they did not thoroughly review the data, that there are some, some uh, data inconsistencies as well as data manipulation. And now we also have a whistleblower from Pfizer coming forth saying that the vaccine data was not all the way accurate and that they actually broke several protocols and unblinded people in the trial. So, I think it's very, very telling that the FDA wants to hide the data. If the FDA wants to hide something and for 55 years, it tells you that they want to wait until everybody's dead so that they won't have to be held accountable. But with these documents, we get the names of every, every clinical trial site, every regional director. We get the names of all the scientists. We get the real data, the real data that shows that this vaccine is deadly and that it's, it's injured hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions, including children now. So with that being said, um, I'm very much keeping my eye on this, but I definitely wanted to bring this to you guys' attention. And I wanted to just make you guys aware that this lawsuit is, is still ongoing and hopefully we'll get more data because they already released 91 pages, I believe, yesterday. So they've already started to release the data, which shows that by law, they are required to release the data now it's just a matter of how much um, data they will release, but they have already started, which shows that the FDA isn't in a position of hiding this information anymore, especially because they've mandated it for million, hundreds of millions of people. So with that being said, I definitely want to keep my eyes on this and um, I will definitely keep you posted as more things develop, but definitely let me know what you guys think about this crazy situation.
um, about the FDA wanting to wait 55 years to release this data. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in and I will be with you in the next podcast.